Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios when you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. So glad to have you on this Thursday. We're just lamenting the state of Stu's Raiders because it has been a rough day for the Raiders. They put Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro on IR. Add on top of it, Blake Martinez, recently acquired, led the, le- le- led the team in tackles last week, Perloff, and then suddenly retires today. Mm. That seems like a pretty extreme swing. Did he get hurt in the game, Stu? Don't believe so. No. He played so, I mean, most, most of the game. He played like 70% of the snaps. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to lead the team in tackles, right, you got to play a lot, I would assume. And then all of a sudden just retires. Huh. But he th- now, so he got released by the Giants this year, right? And yeah, he a, a, that was a he did get hurt when he was with the Giants, and he, then he got a it was a salary situation. Yeah, and he had a little trouble latching on. I mean, this can't be of all the problems. Blake Martinez can't be up there for no. Them. But it's just a wild day yeah. for the Raiders, and then now we're looking ahead to Sunday, where they're going to welcome in the Indianapolis Colts, who have brand new head coach Jeff Saturday, and it's like. That's such a bizarre hire. How terrible would it look for Josh McDaniels and the Raiders if you can't beat a Colts team that, first of all, is not very good right now and also has just brought in a new coach who met the team on Monday? <laughs> 855-212-4227, uh, 855-212-4CBS. Let's go to Scott. He's in California, wants to talk about Jeff Saturday. Hey, Scott, how are you? Hi, good, guys. How are you? Um, you know what you Quickly becoming my favorite uh, go-to show. But um, what I would be more concerned about is Jeff Saturday was a great center, but um, not the play calling so much, but I believe that a new coach, I mean, the clock management is key, and I think you have to be a coach for a long time to get that down. You might have people talking in his ear about certain situations, but if he even delays, you know, for a few seconds, that could affect that. Um, Perloff, I just want to let you know, I watched Invincible again for like the third time last night. Nice. It actually made me think of this show. I love it. Wait, you watched what last week? Invincible, the Eagles. Uh, Mark oh, Wahlberg. You know that that play at the end when he returns the punt for a touchdown. In reality, yeah. you can't. You couldn't advance a muff punt. So Vince right. Papali, yeah. a little bit of fiction, but I loved it. it an unbelievable yeah. movie. I, I, I enjoyed. Um, I enjoyed it, but um, Maggie. Yes. Um, I've been a Vikings fan, and you just said something in the previous segment where you said you're worried about. With playing your injured quarterback, we don't know the extent of Allen's, you know, issue if sure. he's a player now. But you, you actually said, and you kind of said it almost under your breath. You said, "Well, it's just the Vikings." And uh, 
No, I'm scared to death of the Vikings. No, no, I'm she, scared to death of the been, Vikings. She's been panicking all week. I can I can vouch for her. Now listen, I don't know how for real the Vikings are, Scott. If we're talking Super Bowl, I know the the record is gaudy. They've played, faced a couple backup quarterbacks and stuff like that. I don't know about Super Bowl, but make no mistake, I am I am definitely scared of the Vikings. No, no way. I hope I I hope that wasn't misconstrued. And Scott, thank you so much for the phone call and appreciate you listening. Uh, By the way, Maggie, I, yes. I'm a little distracted. We do Tasty Thursday where we try to get a food that coordinates with a Thursday night football game. Yes, yeah, sometimes. And sometimes. <laughs> yeah, we're not we're this not tired. very loose association. So Atlanta, Carolina, Charlotte, I'm thinking barbecue, but I'm also thinking a friend of mine talks about this thing called Brunswick stew. Okay. And Never heard of it. Yeah, I'm trying to find a, a cup. It's a lot like chili. Trying to find Brunswick stew in New York City, so we could probably use help on that at some point. Okay. <laughs> you want to you wanna go, like, need this segment off or something? <laughs> no, no, no. I just, I'm sort of putting it out there because I know our guest is on the line. Uh, and yes. I think, I just think that this person might be able to help us. Honestly, so cliched. A former offensive lineman to talk about food. Mike Golick Jr., of course, DraftKings football and the Gojo podcast. Gojo, thanks so much for doing this today. I appreciate you guys leading me in with food. I know it's cliche, but like a lot of football cliches, they're there for a reason. And my <laughs> mouth is actually salivating right now. It's going to make it hard to talk. I just started looking up Brunswick stew, and I'm a looking and I'm a liking. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to see if we can procure some here in New York City. This is thank God we're in New York because we can usually get anything we want. Yeah. By the way, like I don't know how far you are away you are, but if you want to join us, just jump in a <laughs> we'll car. And we'll have some barbecue yeah. and some Brun- Brunswick stew later in the show. <laughs> There we go. It's all deadly. I can make that happen. Very good. Uh, while you, we do get the privilege of talking to a former offensive line, we'll get to Notre Dame in a moment, but the Jeff Saturday move, uh, our audience is interested in it. Perloff and I are obviously pretty pretty shocked and kind of kind of baffled. What was your take? Um, disappointed in the process, but happy for the person, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I got to work with Jeff a lot at ESPN and certainly, you know, being around him, you've seen it echoed from anyone that's been a teammate with Jeff at any level. He's a guy with all the traits that you want in a leader, someone in a position in that room. Now, we're all a little shocked by how this happened, and I think as we circle back on what the issue, I think for most people at the core of this is, is the NFL's hiring practices. We know that's been an area when, especially when it comes to prioritizing and giving opportunity to minority candidates, the NFL's fallen woefully short time and time again, and this was sort of a window into the thought process because the Rooney rule, a lot of the normal parts about a coaching hire don't really apply in this situation because it's an interim job. But hearing Jim Ursay at the microphone, and my God, that was somewhere between a rambling answer <laughs> I tried to give when I was called on in class, clearly not paying attention, and something of a WWE promo with some of the defiance. I think it really left a lot to be desired as far as if I was a candidate of any skin color looking up and saying, this is really how choices are being made by the billionaires that run this business. So I would say that's disheartening. But now for the Colts, it's going to be interesting to see because you do have all the rest of the coaching staff still in place there, Sandra, offensive coordinator, who you had parted ways with a couple weeks before. And you're going down the stretch of a season where you were already a team that was performing poorly. You would turn to a young quarterback in Sam Ellinger and there were really no expectations. And so I don't know what to make of this, but I know that I'm rooting for Jeff Saturday because I believe in who he is as a man. Mike, we were having an interesting conversation. What does a head coach do in the sense that <laughs> is it okay to not have any idea really what, what 
plays have been called up until this point since he's coming, and he probably does because he knows the Colts so well. But can you sort of parachute in and really help the team on an X's and O's level, or is that not something that he's going to have to do? I don't think that's going to be the position they put him in. Now, Jeff's got the advantage of having been consulting for the team for a number of years right now. And if you listen to some of the interviews that Dan Orlovsky's done talking about the conversations they've been having, it seems like Jeff's been very dialed in on a lot of the things as far as league-wide trends, big topics, especially as they surround the Colts. And so he's familiar enough with the team. But to your point, you're dropping in midway through a season. Jeff knows this as well as anybody the time under task you spend in the offseason, through training camp, battling and trying to figure things out on the day-to-day basis, they've got their routines now. And so it's going to be on Jeff coming in here. And again, his past experience in being a leader of a team as a player, I think really helps in coming in and understanding he's got to go in there and win over a locker room by showing him he's ready to be a servant leader, showing them that he is there with their best interest in mind, because They've already got their bond. This team, the Colts team for 2022, already has the bond there, even if it hasn't netted them results on the field. And so, yeah, he can come in. And and really, this is a a conversation I hear Dominique Foxworth have all the time. You don't always need a head coach to come in and have an expertise on one side of the ball. In fact, I think far too often we prioritize that. We look for, all right, well, who's the next coordinator to come from the McVay-Shanahan tree? Or who's got the greatest defensive scheme? It's can often be about, hey, what do you do in front of the room? How do you organize the, the way that we go about our business here? How do you try and go about leading everyone on the team that's player and coach in the way that they need to be led? And sometimes those skills don't necessarily have to coincide with a particular expertise in one facet of the game. So one thing I did hear from Ursay is he, he was concerned about the offensive line because this offensive line in Indy should kill it. They have Quentin Nelson, maybe the best guard of the modern era. Do you think they've underperformed uh, as much as some other people are saying? Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, and they said it themselves, Frank Wright, when they sat down, Matt Ryan said, we failed Matt Ryan and delivering on what we had told him was here for this roster. And left tackle has been something I think this Colts team has struggled with the last couple of seasons, trying to fill that void. Um, I think you've seen that shuffling go on around there. Injury was certainly a part of it, but Still, listen, last year, a group that had Jonathan Allen in the MVP conversation halfway through the season. And so this year, the step back that that group took absolutely put this offense in a position where with a quarterback that wasn't mobile, you weren't really going to be able to do a whole lot of the things that you wanted to do. So, yeah, that's been one of those areas. And I know there's been a lot of conversation about you know Jim Irsay making that call to Jeff Saturday weeks ago talking about the Colts offensive line and the issues there and that's definitely been at the heart of what's been a disappointing season for this team there's no other way to slice it Michael Jr. is our guest he's a DraftKings football analyst he's got the Gojo podcast go check that out as we're talking Ian Rappaport is tweeting that Matt Ryan was a full participant and is available for interim coach Jeff Saturday if need be uh, we'll see if there's really any truth to that. All right, uh, Michael look, we, Jr., we've got to ask you about Notre Dame because I can't imagine what it's like to be a member of the football team right now. This has got to be like whiplash. You've had some of the worst losses in the history of the program happen this season, yet also you beat Clemson, and now you're 20th in the college football rankings, and it looks like the season you know, is at least back on track. What do you think it's like to be a player now for this Notre Dame team? So I'll equate it to turbulence on an airplane because one of the funny things about turbulence on an airplane is 
it, the way it feels for everyone going through it and the, what it actually is are two different things, right? Because when you look at the outside, the plane's not actually whipping around like that. It's not actually going crazy, but it feels like it on the inside. And I think at the beginning of this season, they probably felt a lot more of that turbulence. This was a group that, remember, outside of the freshmen, Notre Dame's won double-digit games every season for the last five years. They have only known winning on a high level, being in the playoff mix when it comes down to the end of the season, and having to make that adjustment really after the Marshall game where all of a sudden you're two losses into the season very early before we get out of September and October, and then after the Stanford game, they had to reassess some of the things that I think Notre Dame fans had come to take for granted, which is, your work habits on a day-to-day basis when there is not a number to the left of the team that you're playing. Mm -hmm. If you look at Notre Dame this year, they've been very good at that. I was on a lot of teams where we were pretty competitive against high-profile teams and then would lose to UConn on senior day, Syracuse on senior day, Tulsa and Brian Kelly's first year because your work habits were not consistent enough during the week. And so I think with a new staff with a lot of turnover and leadership on this team at key positions, they had to kind of get used to their different way of doing things for this team. College football is so variable each year because you have massive roster tournament, even before we talk about the transfer portals rolling things. And so these guys for a while felt that turbulence in the beginning of the season. But I think in the last few games, you've seen them steady around an identity. The offensive line has really come together in a big way this season, thanks in large part, I think, to the return of Harry Heastan, their offensive line coach. And they've leaned into that in the games where they've needed it the most. And so now for that group, I think you finally not settled in and you become comfortable, but settled in and understanding, all right, we're good, but we're not good enough to just roll the ball out there and whoop anyone that comes in front of us. And if we think like that, Navy or Boston College are more than capable of beating you because neither of them are markedly better or worse than the Stanford team that waltzed into South Bend and gave you a really, really bad night. Wow. Uh Speaking of turbulence, LSU and your former coach, Brian Kelly, looked like they were going down early in the season, but now he's more than steadied the ship. Are you surprised how fast Brian Kelly is having success at LSU? Not really. I think their win total before the season was set at seven, and I thought that was sort of insane. That At this point, we didn't realize Brian Kelly was worth at least that as far as raising the floor of your football team. And I think it's a reminder, Brian's best strength has always been understanding the resources available to him at any given stop. It was not the same at Grant Valley as it was at Central Michigan, as it was at Cincinnati, as it was at Notre Dame. And it's certainly not the same now at LSU with the different kind of talent they have available on that roster. And it took a few games to start this season because remember, LSU had 39 scholarship players in the bowl game they played last year. They went and invested big time in players coming in from the portal to help that team. And so In new age college football, that's the stuff that's going to take a little bit longer to gel. It's why an expanded playoff is going to end up being such an advantage to teams like LSU. But uh, no, Brian came in. He figured things out for the beginning portion of the season. Him and those coordinators, I think, simplified the equation a lot and then let let their great players go out there and make the kind of plays that help them win that game. All right. So, Mike, uh, I think we're going to order the stew. Yeah, Brunswick Stew. <laughs> Brunswick Stew. I think that's what we're gonna. I think we're gonna go with that. So wish us luck. No, listen, you guys got this one. Stew <laughs> is just soup with a little more oomph to it, and uh, it's exactly what we need heading into a football weekend. <laughs> Mike, are you at a game this weekend? I am. Yeah, I'll be on the road with Learfield Audio calling the uh, Kansas State Baylor game down in Waco. So the Big Twelve, the meat grinder as as it's ever been this season with. 
TCU the lone undefeated, and then a whole gaggle of teams sitting there at six and three trying to fight it out to see if they can still find their way to the Big 12 title game. You know, Mike, we had Ryan Leaf on the show yesterday had called a bunch of Big 12 games this year. He said top to bottom, it's actually the best conference in the nation, and a lot of people didn't agree with him on Twitter. But can you uh, can you at least give a little credence to that if you go from top to bottom? Yeah, so I, I think it's certainly in the running for that, right? I think this year we've seen the SEC, normally a very top-heavy conference, is pretty deep with talented teams this year. I, I don't think there's any disputing that with what we've seen from Ole Miss, Tennessee's rise here. There's, there's plenty to like about that conference, as usual, but it's a little deeper than usual. For the Big 12, I'd say this. They all deserve bonus points for being able to weather some of the worst quarterback injury luck we've seen across the board in a conference, right? You look at everyone in the meat of that thing, and almost all of them have dealt with some of that, right? Spencer Sanders at Oklahoma. Adrian Martinez has been down at times for Kansas State. Everyone on and on down that list has dealt with some version of that. Dylan Gabriel at Oklahoma as well. So I think all those teams involved deserve a lot of credit in the coaching staffs for being able to weather that storm and keep them in a position to where they're within shouting distance for, you know, and I hear this secondhand because I was not of the conference ilk when I was in college, but you walk into season as a team in the conference, your first goal is to win and get into that conference championship. And so there's a lot of teams that still have a fighting chance of that. And as we're in November now, that's a really cool thing for the conference and a testament to what's been built up there as this went from being an offensive league where we saw these point outputs that we're seeing in the SEC now to being a league that's defined so often by what these defensive coordinators have done to make some really balanced competitive football. Mike Golick Jr., DraftKings NFL analyst and, of course, the host of the Go Joe podcast. Mike, thanks so much for doing this today. Good luck to your Irish the rest of the way. Thanks, guys. Good luck with the stew. I appreciate it. I think I'm I'm feeling a little bit better about the choice. Stew's kind of... No, it's not really stew. Know. It's It's actually North Carolina's version of chili. I know, but we just we did chili not long ago. You can I feel never like we're too much chili. of a repeater. I have chili. to be honest. I've been looking all over at like menu after menu after menu. I can't find a single place in the city that has it. Oh, man. So I have a friend, Josh Norris, who is the face of Underdog Fantasy. You see his ads on ESPN. Yeah. He's from North Carolina and swears by Brunswick Stew. He lived in New York for 10 years. He's going to find us. Or he'll even ship it to us. Is he on the case? He's on. He's on the case. Actually, he hasn't sent me a note back, so okay. we'll see. <laughs> but we'll reach out a lifeline. I also got a, a text from a friend in Texas saying Brunswick stew is his favorite food of all foods. So can we get the Brunswick stew shipped to us in the next hour and twenty minutes? I, it might be a tasty Friday situation. <laughs> all right. but, but we could just do Mighty Quinn's barbecue, by the way, because that kind of came up in a lot of my searches. And once you see Mighty Quinn's and you start thinking about their the brisket with a little kosher salt on it. Once that gets into your head, it's kind of hard to get out of there. I really wanted to go ice cream Sunday today. I was in a totally different <laughs> different realm than you guys. I had a whole different kind of barbecue idea that you guys shot down with like vomitous reactions. No. I said the McRib. It's going away. It's barbecue. Yeah. It's close enough. Now, I'll tell you what the happened. looks on your faces right now. <laughs> it has ends. nothing to do with Mickey D's. Nothing like that. Uh, I'm a big Egg McMuffin person, so it has nothing to do with Mickey D's. I happened to, and this is my fault, I clicked on a video of how they make the McRib. Did Me you too. click I on saw it too? I saw it you, yeah. yeah, I saw it was trending. You guys was are trending. crazy. Do I'm an not idiot. click on things like that. I clicked on it, and now I just can't. Now I can't. And not surprising. It's just, when you see no, it, it's like, uh. Yeah. It's it's very impersonal. Did this, the word gelatinous <laughs> used in some point of that? Is it, um, is it actually meat so. in the McRib? 
to be determined. The video does not clarify (laughs) that. Um, All right. We got to take a quick break. Coming up, we see you guys on the phones. We get to your comments about Jeff Saturday and whether you think that this experiment has a shot. Uh, Coming up, we also have my top five college football quarterbacks of the moment. We missed it last week, so it's back with a vengeance. Are we going to do 10? No, we're doing five. Okay. I mean, to catch (laughs) up. Oh, because I missed it? No, no. I, I don't know why last week just got really busy. Okay, so we're going to do that all when we come back. Do not move. It is the Maggie and Perloff Show, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Hang it out on CBS Sports Radio. Come on back. Why? Why? If you why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Welcome back to the Maggie and Perloff Show. Uh, I am striking out on our quest for Brunswick stew, which looks amazing. I found all sorts of great Southern foods, great barbecue foods all over New York City. But this is a call for help. If anyone knows where Brunswick stew can be found, <laughs> let me know. Yeah, maybe we'll and maybe we'll push Tasty Thursday. And I totally disagree with you. Chili, we had chili, what, six weeks ago, eight weeks ago? I know, but it made the whole studio smell like onions. You know, That's chili in a, a confined space, sometimes the smell lingers. I could eat chili four times a week. I love I chili. I think we're learning that about you. Chili. You've suggested it many times for Tasty Thursday. It's like in the middle of the summer, nobody wants to eat it. Uh, no, 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 no. Chili is chili is wildly popular, I believe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Are you not a chili fan? Because you don't have to put onions in there. Yeah, but it just that was not like great. The whole studio smell. I felt like my hair smelled afterwards, like chili. <laughs> I yeah, but it's know. smelling like chili. It's not smelling like other negative things. It's smelling of something delicious. I know, but I'd rather it smell like the shampoo that I use rather than. If I can shampoo with chili, I would do it. <laughs> <laughs> that should be a bet that Wait, we pay off. Someone has to shampoo with Oh dear. I mean, I love anything with meat. Yeah, me too. 
Uh, if, we, if we just wanted to have a plate of bacon up right here right now, I'm down. Oh, yeah. yeah, Tasty Thursday. Just get this fine bacon. Except I don't love microwave bacon, just so we're clear on that. That's disgusting. Unfortunately, all we have here is a microwave. So I know, believe me, bacon, I learned that's... that the hard way. No, you guys basically almost got us kicked out of the whole building. You almost got the show canceled, let's be honest, because we did Tasty Thursday. You guys microwave fish in the office. Like, it's the cardinal sin of working in an office. Nobody microwaves fish. It's like... The right. most obvious thing. There was so little actual fish in those fish sticks. That <laughs> put in wasn't that supposed to be off of crab cakes because the Ravens were playing, but the yeah. game wasn't even in Baltimore? So, long story short, you got I got tartar sauce on my mind. And once you, I love tartar sauce. So I'm like, well, we can't find crab cakes, but we could do fish sticks and tartar sauce. And apparently there's no oven in this, <laughs> That's amazing. this building. You work from the condiment backwards. It's like hmm, it's the other way. Yeah, what am I in the mood for? Mustard. <laughs> so what am oh. I gonna eat? A hot dog. Like, yes. That's weird. No. I don't think most what? people crave the the condiment and then try to find the vehicle for it. <laughs> Maybe. Condiment. Like, man, I really want ketchup today, so I'm gonna order some French fries. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Seems kind of odd, right? Does anyone else's cravings work like that? I mean, there were cars driving up to each other and asking each other for great coupon back in the '80s. Yeah. So I feel like this has been for a long time. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm a big condiment guy. Yeah. I am too, but I'm not just like, man, I could really go for some mayonnaise. How am I going to? Yeah. <laughs> That's not the craving <laughs> that comes across. Not me. I will order a turkey club specifically so I can douse it in mayonnaise. Wow. And fries and ketchup, that's different. I mean, everyone is basically fries or a ketchup delivery service. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> there have definitely been times where I was craving Russian dressing and I would get like a chicken yes. sandwich with Russian just because I really wanted Russian dressing. Love <laughs> Russian dressing. Yes. Now I want all these things. I think Perloff's just hungry. That's what this comes down to. Fred's <laughs> in North Oh, Fred's in North Carolina wants to talk about the Brunswick stew. Hey, Fred. Hey, how y'all doing, Miss Maggie, Mr. Perlow? We're doing great. Tell us more about yeah, Brunswick I, Stew. Actually, I'm from Canada, a little outside of Asheville. But there is a great uh, barbecue place called, uh, I'm, I'm going to give them a plug, it's called Bonfire. And then they have the original Brunswick Stew, and it's got smoked pork, smoked chicken, brisket, lima beans, cut corn, taters, amazing, and saltine crackers. Wow. Uh, I play up a video the of this place. Stew, though, here's, here's a trivia fact. It was originally cooked in the backwoods. It's kind of a backwoods, as we call it here. Okay. It, it would have squirrel and muskrat. I'm out. So, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and I know down in Tejas, they even use armadillo meat in yeah. their Brunswick stew. But so, uh, What's the difference between Brunswick stew and chili? I think uh, chili is more of uh, an imported. Uh, this Brunswick stew is real Americana. I mean, this was what we had to eat off the land mm. back in the day. And uh, actually, our uh, troops during the Civil War uh, would cook up. The cook would just throw everything they could out there yeah. in the woods. And that's what they come up with. Uh, you could look at it. That hey, Fred. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but do you mind if I ask you a personal question? I hope this uh, isn't too personal. Have you no, ever eaten ahead. a squirrel? Uh, fried squirrel is a delicacy, uh, skinned, and when it's uh, properly cooked, uh, it tastes like, you know, chicken. <laughs> there you go. Oh, Fred. Yeah. I know you, but didn't, Maggie, you, don't, you, you, you Fred, you, you might not know this. You're a new listener to the show. Squirrels are my biggest fear. 
So the fact that you're eating them is a delicacy. Well, no, that's good because they're dead. Me, uh, I think this would be good. Uh, I can't. Well, when when we're not uh, the uh, elite uh, of the uh, of the United States, we all my my relatives going way back, descendants uh, here in North Carolina. You know, we put whatever we could together. You know, when you're hungry, yeah. you're hungry. And y'all sound like you're hungry. <laughs> yeah. One of us certainly yep. is. You picked up on Perloff for sure. He's starving right now. And thank you so much for the history lesson and love yeah. hearing about it. Yeah, you think that if I'm afraid of squirrels, it would be better to see one that would be cooked. But that's not how my fear works. I, uh, I, I'm, uh, I just looked up Bonfire Barbecue in Asheville, North Carolina. I mean, this should be this should be not safe for work. This is so delicious. <laughs> Food porn. Oh, this is the most unbelievable set of tra- I don't see any squirrels on here either, just to make you feel. It's okay. like the time we saw the alligator, the the, the yeah yeah uh, the Kentucky guys like did the whole alligator, and I'm scared of alligators too. Not so much as squirrels, but these are uh, dead animals. So that's good though. You should think that, uh, you want to see a dead. Uh, uh, cooked alligator rather than a live moving alligator. By the way, I I hope it doesn't come off across as elitist. <laughs> I hope, I'm just very scared of them. I eat lots of things that are you know it doesn't. I don't have gourmet taste. I uh, I just cannot cannot eat a squirrel. Uh, Mike's in California. Hello, Mike. Hey guys, how's it going? Doing great. Good. So I haven't had it at the restaurant in New York but I know that there's a restaurant in New York that sells it because uh, Myron Mixon from Barbecue Pitmasters, I had his Brunswick stew down south, and it's really good. And I know that he's got a place there in New York. I just don't know how far away from you guys it is. Perloff is typing then, furiously. I found yeah. it. You found it. Unfortunately, it's in Hoboken, which is Jersey. Uh, it might be difficult for us to get to. Why, you are? How did you find that so fast, Mike? Wow. Well, no, because Mike in California told me about it on the phone. Mike, thank yeah, you. So not only that, but for those of you guys that were talking a second ago that said the McRib is barbecue, how dare you? <laughs> we did not. No, no, we no. Did no. Not. We no, did we're not. fine. Samper did. I heard Samper utter those words. That how dare you? Yeah. How dare you? You know what? And the difference, the difference between Hoboken stew and chili is the fact that there's barbecue sauce in the wind with the red tomatoes. Mm. So it takes on more of a smokehouse flavor than a spicy chili flavor. Yeah, Man, between Brunswick, you said Hoboken stew. You mean yeah, Brunswick but, stew? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hoboken stew is, a, is, a sh- is a, It's actually a leather shoe that is no. just uh, going down the, no, the Hoboken River. It's actually a pro pool player named Hoboken <laughs> Stew. Um, wait, so this the Myron Mix and BBQ is in Hoboken, New Jersey. Can't is that we're pretty close to there? I think Grubhub will do that. I bet Grubhub might do that. Uh, going through the tunnel is usually can be a no-go sometimes. But Hoboken's very close to where we are, just in a different state. So uh, Myron Mixon's will not deliver there. Uber Eats is a no. I can check Grubhub as well, though. Okay. This could be worth it. Can the you call Myron rate. himself? Say we, we, we'll <laughs> give him free more free promo. <laughs> yeah, we're radio. giving him a ton right now. Let's hit uh, Daniels in Tucson. Wanted to get on the, before we got on the Brunswick Sioux, the Jeff Saturday conversation. Daniel, what's happening? Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for taking my call. Appreciate it. You got it. What do you think about Jeff Saturday? Hey, uh, well, so now that I waited a little bit, I, it's kind of funny you were talking about that because I just made Brunswick stew last night. That Get is out of here. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm originally from Texas, so we kind of we do you know we have a separation of the stews and the chilies. I mean, the chilies obviously are meaty, uh, but how I make my Brunswick stew, I normally smoke the ribs or the brisket or something like that, and so you always have the leftovers. So what I do is is I use that and then incorporate that into my stew. So you have the base, like you said, the tomatoes, the corn, everything like that. And then I just 
take the leftover ribs. I had about five or six of them, which obviously you can't make a meal out of, right? So you just throw them in there, and it cooks the meat right off the bone. There you're, there's your Brunswick stew. Wow. <laughs> Man, I feel like I've yeah. been missing something my whole life without having Brunswick stew. We're going to change that immediately. What do you have on Jeff Saturday? So, so on Jeff Saturday, I was just like, we, you know, we've been talking about, like, is he able to make the calls? Is he doing all of this? But, like, do you remember the video where Peyton Manning was, like, mic'd up on the sideline and he's telling Jeff Saturday, stop calling the plays, just snap the ball. Yeah. That's what you're good at. Stop. <laughs> like, so I don't know if Peyton Manning actually endorsed it because I don't think he was too much of a fan of Jeff Saturday calling the plays <laughs> uh, on the field there. So if you can't call him on the field, I'm not sure if he's going to be able to call him on the sideline or not. <laughs> it's so funny, Daniel. We we did we played that uh, a, a couple days ago, and we're going to play it for you again in just a moment. But uh, and thank you for the call. I think that's we all, I think, agree that video may have led to Jeff Saturday getting hired. Obviously, Jim Marseille knows him so well. It's you know they they've known each other for so long. But Jeff Saturday standing yeah. up to Peyton Manning like gave him this credibility and cachet that not many people have. Hey, hey, I, hey, we're calling the f- plays, all right? We gotta run the ball. ball. Wait, six down let there, me guys. pass. Watch, Can watch. We we'll run the ball. ball. Can we run it down there? This play. We run it down. Yeah, right Jeff. Okay, so we will. It. All right, we call pass plays. Block. It's called plays. Go sit down. It's called plays. I will sit down. It's so on brand, too. Of course, Peyton Manning only wants to throw the ball. I feel like Peyton Manning took it as a personal affront every time he had to hand the ball off. Yeah, I think it's very similar to Bill O'Brien standing up to Tom Brady and becoming all of a sudden a celebrity among offensive coordinators. I agree. I mean, no, I don't think that's the only reason he got hired. But it sort of puts Jeff Saturday in a different different level of conversation. I do think, by the way, that Ursay probably did call Peyton Manning on this one. I, I, I don't know if he would need to. I think at I think some point he knows point, Jeff Saturday yeah. just as well as he knows Peyton Manning. Just... That's true, but I th- don't you? Uh, yeah, it's a good point. But I, I have a feeling that Peyton Manning gave a thumbs up at some point. I don't know why, baby. I'm mm-hmm. totally wrong. Peyton Manning, I think, is still pretty important to that franchise. I think a lot of people call Peyton Manning for his advice after the Jets hired Adam Gase. I would not call Peyton Manning <laughs> yeah. anymore. But then again, you know, they did cut Peyton Manning, so maybe maybe they're not that into him. I, I don't know. <laughs> well, I think that's water under the bridge. I think everyone knew why. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Get back to the calls in just a moment. Also, a shocking moment from last night. We'll get to that. Got to see it. Got to hear about it. We'll talk all about it in just a moment. Don't move. More Maggie and Perloff after this CBS Sports Update with Rich Ackerman. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, 
You deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. All right. The order has been made. It's set. Unfortunately, we cannot find anything called Brunswick Stew here in New York City. There's a place in New Jersey, but they won't deliver right now. It's rush hour here on the East Ooh. Coast. This would be a disaster. So we are going with <laughs> Mighty Quinn's Barbecue for Tasty Thursday. You can follow us on our social channels if you want to see it. At Maggie and Pearl on Twitter, Maggie and Pearl off on Instagram. You can search our names on YouTube, and you can find us very, very easily. I'm getting um, a lot of notes from friends, by the way, who tell me places I can get them, none of which are near here. Yeah, if we're, we're in Smyrna, <laughs> Georgia, Georgia yeah, we'd be great. fine right now. Uh, we'd be in. We'd be sitting pretty. we got to make a pilgrimage. Who needs Brunswick stew and we have disco stew? We're good. Yeah, thank good. God. <laughs> um, also, spirited conversation in the break that we'll get to in just a moment. we got to hit Mary Jo, though. She's in Tampa Bay. Wants to talk about Jeff Saturday, who's going to be coaching the Colts this weekend against Stu's Raiders. Mary Jo, how are you? Good afternoon. I'm fine. <clears throat> A little nervous now. Anyway, yes, I think Jeff Saturday will make an excellent coach. Uh, he's been in the league for a while. Uh, I really you know, I really like him. Mm. I think he's a really good guy. Uh, the other thing I want to mention is Perloff. I remember when you were on Dan Patrick's show. used to listen to you all the time. Awesome. And... And I'm glad you had Mike Gullett Jr. on because I used to watch Mike and Mike in the morning with Mike Greenberg and your father. So anyway, just a few things I wanted to mention. I'm 84 years old. I've been a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan for, oh, since they were started the league back in the 70s. Um, I'm just a very sports-like person, and I have all the 36 soccer pl- 26 soccer players who are going to be playing in um, in the USA Soccer League. In the World Cup. Yep, yep, in the World Cup. You, you got it. Wow, okay. I mean, Mary Jo, did you think about, I know, 84, bless you, this is awesome. Did you think about making the trip to Germany to watch the Bucks in Munich? Oh, Lord, I wish I could. I'm retired. <laughs> <laughs> I live I live on, on um, Social Security. Yeah. So, not not going to be going there. But, but you're going to be watching them, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. That's Wouldn't great. That's My awesome. My grandson plays soccer. Amazing. Well, you're welcome on this show anytime. Thank you for chiming in. We appreciate it. At 84, bless you. That is awesome. I hope that we all are such rabid sports fans when we're 84, Pearl. Oh, yeah. And as awesome as Mary Jo sounds. I think we will be. I think I know you're going to be a Bills fan until your last breath. And you <laughs> might get a Super Bowl before then. <laughs> 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 just like assuming, maybe. Live, assuming modern medicine keeps you alive for a long time. Honestly, the bills are going to put me in an early grave is what's going to happen. Yeah, I think because... you, <laughs> the way the bills are playing over the last, I don't know, 50 years, you might want to start eating healthy. I don't know if you want any of this barbecue. <laughs> You're going to have to live a long, yeah. long well, you time. Guys, barbecue order. <laughs> well, you guys eat barbecue. I'll just be in the corner doing jumping jacks and squats and stuff and make sure. I got some like Sour Patch Kids in my bag. I wasn't going to pull out today, but maybe I should wait. All right, let's get to it. Maggie's top five college football quarterbacks of the moment. All right. On hiatus last week, I don't remember why, but we didn't do it last week, so it's back with a vengeance this week. 
my top five college football quarterbacks of the moment. Remember, it's not a Heisman race. This is not a season award. This is just who's in the moment. Sort of like a weekly yeah. ranking, but not exactly. Temperature check. Gotcha. Number five on the list. Got to give it up to our guy, Tanner Mordecai from SMU. Yeah, I think you gave that a bit of a... Yiddish pronunciation. <laughs> Is that not the Mordecai, right? Mordecai, pardon yeah. me. I know, I'm, I'm thinking. I mean, it's definitely an Old Testament name. <laughs> that sneak in there? Nine touchdowns. How about passing for nine touchdowns, rushing for so, another? How can this dude be number five? He threw nine touchdowns. Who's going to be your one through four? You know, it's funny. I, I thought about it. I was like, but the other team, uh, whatever. He had more touchdowns than incompletions. How are you going to get four guys ahead of him? How many yards he threw for? It was like 330 yards or something. You think nine touchdowns? 379. Touch- yeah, you think for nine touchdowns you'd have like 600 yards or All something. All right, well, the next time when you guys made the list, then Tanner Mordecai <laughs> no, can be your number, number one. Number five. Uh, <laughs> nine touchdowns was a product of the offense, not him. <laughs> well, you have to uh, I have to. Uh, you have to admit, it's going to be hard to match these stats. <laughs> Dude, it's not just about the stats. <laughs> I, I hope not, because if you got a guy who threw 11 touchdowns, <laughs> I want to hear about this man. <laughs> His name is Shmuley Rosenberg. I'm just kidding. Tanner Mordechai. Okay, number four on the list. I know they lost. I know the completion percentage doesn't look great, but I'm going to give it up to Bryce Young. Bryce Young, still a touchdown. I know he threw a pick, but 328 yards. Bryce Young... I know this is not a season award. It's in the moment. And I thought, in the moment, I can't even imagine if they took Bryce Young off of Alabama, what would have happened? You know, like, what would have happened this year? He is, like, I know Will Anderson is amazing. They've got some good players. But Bryce Young's the best player on the team. And uh, it showed. How many touchdowns did he throw? (laughs) Just one. So he had eight less than Tanner Mordecai. But he's four? (laughs) Well, uh, let's. And he lost. And he lost. Uh, Let's continue. (laughs) Wow, that was Stu. Even Stu jumped on you. <laughs> what about Clayton Toon, Mordecai's uh, opponent? 530 yards rushing, seven touchdowns, and 111 yards on the ground too. Hey, Come this on. is Maggie's list. Sandra. You know, I probably, Hello. I probably should have had them split number five. All right, Clayton Toon, my preseason Heisman favorite, didn't exactly work out. I mean, he had like 900 yards of total offense yeah. in this game. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. It's a a living list. It's a working list. (laughs) I mean, by the way, throwing nine touchdowns for SMU, uh, you know, it's different than playing in Baton Rouge. I I totally agree. Bryce Young was awesome. He deserves to be on the list. Uh, Okay. Number three on the list and making their first appearance on the list all season, Stetson Bennett. Stetson Bennett did exactly what Georgia needed him to do. This was... A full, I know the final score will say that this was a close game, but we know that it wasn't. 17 for 25, 257 yards, two touchdowns, did not throw a pick, did rush in a score as well, did not take a sack in this game. Stetson Bennett had a great game, ball control, the offense kept the Tennessee offense off the field. Nice job. He's number three on the list. Nice job, Seth. (laughs) <laughs> and the phone celebration was awesome. And the phone celebration was cool, too. And now he's making money off. First of all, I don't know why Perloff is knocking SMU in Houston. I mean, his boy, Case Keenum, was like a record holder for Houston. Like, what's the problem with Houston? They're, they can produce good quarterbacks. I have no problem with Houston. I just said Clayton Toon was my preseason Heisman favorite. Yeah, I'm and Tanner a... Mordecai and SMU, like, you got to give him a love. You know, I love the SMU Houston. That's exactly my kind of program. These are the love future it. backup quarterbacks of the NFL. And SMU. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Garrett uh, Gilbert, SMU. Yeah, those are those guys can ball. All right, guys, my list. All right. <laughs> a lot of those guys are gone already. Yeah. <laughs> We've hijacked this all. 
Oh. Yeah. Do, do I get to talk about who's the guy who became a wide receiver for the Eagles who played quarterback? At, Greg uh, Ward Jr. Greg Houston. Ward Jr. Do I know Greg Ward talk? He's back on the team. He was off the team all year, and then they just brought him back recently. Okay, back to the list. Number two <laughs> on Maggie's top five college football quarterbacks of the moment. This pains me, and I hope Amy Trask is not listening. But Caleb Williams was pretty, pretty awesome. He was 26 for 41, 360 yards, four touchdowns. Also uh, had a rushing touchdown as well. Also did not take a sack. Caleb Williams, that's a guy to keep an eye on, folks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I say sarcastically. Yeah. Um, and a number one college football quarterback of the moment is... Jaden Daniels, LSU, and you want to know why? In the biggest moment of the game, which was overtime after Alabama scores, Jaden Daniels, one play into the end zone, and I, if Brian Kelly has even said as much, if they were not, if he was not moving the ball so well and they were not having that kind of success, I don't know if they go for two and go for the jugular and he converts the two-point conversion, huge win, Program defining for the Brian Kelly era at LSU. Jaden Daniels, number one on the yeah. list. I mean, the yardage is. We say that we're talking about but... Alabama imploding yesterday. Yeah. I mean, this is a story as old as time. Top team gets taken down by an incredible running quarterback. Alabama just. How many plays were in overtime? One. From, yeah. Hike. And he just ran <laughs> straight Daniels, into the end yeah. zone. So, yeah, I mean, his running just destroyed Alabama. The only guy who's missing. I would say, have you been following the North Carolina quarterback, Drake May? He is he is quietly amazing, so, and he's young. So I think that's the one guy I would like to see on there, but other than that, this is perfect. So Drake May has been uh, on yeah. this list. He has already made appearances on this list. I believe he has also been, I think, number one on the list at one point. But uh, who did North Carolina play this week? I think they beat UVA, but he moved. they moved at the 15 on the list uh, on the college football playoff ranking, and they'll play Clemson in the title they clinched the title game i think or Clem- yeah they both clinched the title game he's going to be a big big thing coming yeah. he's sort of like a maybe caleb williams ish well now yeah. we're gonna have to wait until next week see if drake may gets back on the list yeah i, I like your list uh you know the only problem is you can't start with a guy at number five with nine touchdowns <laughs> i think that's a lesson we learned here tanner mordechai <laughs> i like it better that way 855-212-4cbs 855-212-4227 coming up which below 500 NFL team is about to go on a run? We'll tell you next. Don't move. More Maggie and Perloff after this. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.